0: Well it's the friend zone, with Tim and Guy come to the friend zone, and have a good time Yes it's the friend zone, with Tim and Guy, cause making friends is the best idea of all time Hello and welcome along to the friend zone episode 60, we are sextagenarians, sextagenarians Septa sounds no, wait, like 7 70
1: isn't it, oh boy
0: sextagenarian Sexafarian oh, We
1: are sexifarians. Welcome to our sexy safari uh led by your two jungle guides Jungle Tim and City Guy.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm in the city. I'm actually wearing one too many layers uh for this. You're in the concrete jungle, but, huh? Yeah, man, where the animals are people, and the people are animals.
1: And everyone's fucking each other. But they keep to their specials. Uh, so I can't make that more clear.
0: Yeah, look, I uh, I haven't really got to partake in any of this local revelry here in the concrete jungle. But as I understand it, whenever I go you know inside, just orgies break out across the city. And I always when run it's out. Rhyme. It's like grandma's, or what is it? Grandma's footsteps. And I'll come inside and I'll lock the door. I'll make a big show of it. And then I can hear them all having this massive orgy. And I go, God damn. And I run back outside and then everyone just, they look guilty, but they also, they're all dressed and they look, you know, they're all doing the same normal stuff. It's a confusing place, Tim.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a lot could go wrong. Best watch your head,
0: my friend. Yeah, I'm watching my head. I'm doing all that. Doing all that good stuff.
1: Hey, welcome to the friend zone, everyone. Uh, Welcome to the, the round off section of this here podcast experiment that Guy and I are engaging with. Oh, let me open with this guy. <clears throat> uh, had a quick look at some paperwork, did some quick math, and that idea I proposed will not work of us uh, shunting on season one at the end of this. Um, I think those episodes don't get freed up until... Uh, I feel like August or something next year. So uh, another okay, fine plan I've got, from Tim, shut down.
0: I've got a good idea. Mm. This could just be a placeholder. But if you teach me how to upload uh, you know, audio files to the stream... You know, we could both just alternately upload just, you know, thoughts, opinions, ramblings, whatever. You know, it'd be like, uh, you know, we'd be... a uh, voicemail box. I guess. For each other. (laughs) No, I wouldn't listen to anything you say. Oh, I see. But, you know, someone out there might want to.
1: You wouldn't listen? (laughs) That sounds awful. That sounds like a terrible idea for a podcast. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be brutally well, honest the, with you. Guy. I wouldn't
0: I wouldn't upload anything that was bad. Just good stuff. Yeah, I'd only upload good stuff. Okay. Well, you
1: got me there. Idiot. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it through. So,
0: uh, <laughs> I really answered that little little problem you tried to present me, didn't I?
1: Yeah, you sure did. You answered it well.
0: <laughs> Shut it down.
1: Hey guy, would you like to uh talk about plants?
0: or not. Uh yeah, yeah no, I th- I think we should. I think this is probably as good a time as any well, we still have uh the attention of as many as possible before you all slowly drip off. Huge announcement off. Yeah, hey, uh hey, we hey. have just secured we have secured a venue and a date for a farewell live worst idea show here uh as in here from where I'm recording right now in uh Brooklyn, New York City. We're going back to the Bell House baby. And uh, it's going to be on November 29th. That's a Wednesday, November 29th. Put it in your calendars if you're on the East Coast. Do what you can to get here. And uh, we haven't got the ticketing information up yet, but we'll do an announcement when we do. And second to that, within, I would say, that the week following, we will also do a live farewell show in Los Angeles, uh, day and venue, TBC. But you'll know as soon as anyone, because you are literally a fan of this podcast. You're listening to this right now. Wow. So that's very exciting. Fan's a strong
1: word though, isn't it?
0: You know? No. Do you know what? Friend. (laughs) You're a friend of the podcast. Hey, I mean, this is literally the friend zone.
1: What's a stronger bond? Being a fan or a friend? Both. Or a foe.
0: When it's both working simultaneously.
1: You know that saying, keep your... Uh, friends close and your enemies closer. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's a one of those.
0: I don't know that saying. What is it? Keep
1: your friends close and your enemies closer.
0: I think it's in the Bible. That's a that's a terrible saying.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of keep, why sense. Wanna, why would I
0: want to? Why would I want to keep my enemies closer than my friends?
1: Well, I, I guess there's a couple ways to read it. Number one, for your own safety, because your friends theoretically aren't going to do well, nothing to you. You want to you want to try uh, and. What do you have for my enemies? own
0: safety? don't I want my friends to be around me for support and protection but I guess for if, my safety the last thing I would do is surround myself with my enemies.
1: but maybe if you do that they become friends as well you know you bring them in tight for a little cuddle and uh, suddenly those old enemies I'm, are new friends.
0: I'm bringing my enemies in for a cuddle. yeah it seems unlikely. But I mean, who might argue with the Bible? Greatest selling book of book of all time, number one, I understand.
1: number one, baby, number one, New York Times bestseller. <coughs> David writes to us, Sky. He says, "Go ahead, howdy boyos, and greetings from Halifax, Nova Scotia." After hey, hearing
0: Halifax is my father's name,
1: after hearing about the podcast coming to a close in the near future, I wanted to reach out and say thanks for the years of great content along with this email I'm tossing a few dollars your way for helping me get through years of job hopping soul searching and a whole lot more re-listening to season 1 I wanted to assure you that your wish of becoming popular in Nova Scotia back in episode 30 what has come true at least Love I that. assume I'm not the only one probably keep up the great work David uh nope, no Oikley hmm oinkly i wonder how you would yeah that's definitely not it how would you say yeah o-i-k-l-e oinkly like a
0: pig tim oik Oikle. Oikle. Oikler. oinkly Oikla. tim you know ugh, some people who man uh, well are that, you getting mad at me truly don't get mad yeah, at me we're you. in the friend zone yeah that's true uh Oh, sorry. You know what? You're right. I've had a very host, not hostile, but um, combative attitude towards you so far, Tim, and that's that's not why we're here, guy. I wasn't going to say anything,
1: but right now I feel like your enemy, which means you need to keep me
0: even closer than your friend, Tim. uh Tim, I would certainly you didn't share that information. I think you know how I feel about keeping my enemies close. Uh, I feel against it. Yeah, I know, but
1: we've all got something to learn from the Bible, you know. Every one of no, us. Oh, big time!
0: Greatest selling book of all time. Oh, actually, second greatest selling book of all time. What was number
1: one? Uh, Lies Manelli's autobiography. Is that right? Yeah. Bigger than Jesus. We don't was. know that. She's well, scr- That wasn't the name she of the book. She's the scream that from the rooftops of memory serves as well.
0: Bigger than Jesus. Yeah, my career is bigger than yeah. Jesus. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds right. Mm. I'm sorry. It was not an autobiography. It was written by Peter Carrick. But anyway. That book has sold more copies than anything else in the world. Incredible, isn't it? Truly. Unbelievable, you might say. Yep. Yeah. Hope all is well, an NZ spelt out phonetically. Just wanted to check in. Oh, this comes from Chris Brown. Oh, Chris Brown Brown did theme song. Wow. This is what the message pertains to. Just wanted to check in to point out that while I appreciate the extra name checks, I did not do the theme song for The Friend Zone. Just the main show. Uh Don't want to snag credit for someone else's work. Good luck in what the future may bring beyond a few more eps. Well, Chris, I think we've got our next podcast lined up. Tim and Guy on a crime, or not crime, but a mystery-solving adventure as we try to track down the musician who created our theme song. What do you reckon? Sounds great. Sounds like
1: a a lively adventure to record
0: an audio, to put out to yeah, the masses. and the great, the best part is we won't even, um, we won't do it together, we'll just record and upload our own audio at separate times, just whenever we feel like it, with any breakthroughs in the case. Hmm. It's an interesting format,
1: I'll give you that, it's a new way of thinking about things.
0: Yeah, it's a good idea, thank you Tim. Uh, May I? And thank you Chris, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Kyle has dipped his or her toes into the pool and written thus. Hey, to Stella, an esteemed character, actress and fugitive from lore, Margot Martin-Guile. Don't quite get that reference, but I'm sure it's very clever. <laughs> I thought I would send one last message before the podcast ends. Not only to send a final message of support, but also to conclude my own Worst Idea journey. The past three years have consisted of me listening to a review about Grown Ups 2, a guilty please film, a guilty, oh I assume that's supposed to be pleasure, a guilty pleasure film of mine once a week for a year. Then listening to a review of Sex in the City 2, a film I have never seen nor ever plan on watching once a week for a year. And then not only listening to a review of We Are Your Friends once a week, but joining in and watching along. So many hours wasted on Zac Efron and the rest of the fuckboys, boys, but it was worth it just for the moment in Wellington uh, in the live show. where I was able to incorrectly, but close, call, uh, uh, close enoughly, call out the first line of the film, cementing my voice in the podcast history forever. Good on you, Kyle. But you know, no one likes a gloater. At this point, we have seen it fifty-six times due to a complete, uh, due to a couple of drunken circumstances following the fifty-second watch. But hopefully I never have to see it again. And in an attempt to cancel over the wasted out the wasted time, I am now watching two films a week that I haven't seen before. And so far it has been successful, but nothing will ever make me forget about the time spent with you boys. Meeting you two after the live show was a dream come true. And I definitely would like to thank you for your genuine friendliness and love for the fans. We love the fans, go. Ever since I received my Paddy Schwartz t-shirt, it has consistently been the t-shirt I wear when I head into town on the weekends, and I'm excited for the moment someone recognizes it, suggesting Guy Montgomery that that hasn't happened yet. In our hometown-ish of Wellington. Disappointing. Can you repeat that one more time, sorry? He wears a Paddy Schwartz t-shirt into town on the weekends, and uh, he's excited for the moment when someone recognizes it, which I think suggests that it hasn't happened yet. Oh, actually, he goes on. It hasn't happened yet, but I'm sure it's coming. I'm absolutely excited about whatever happens after this journey and 100% will follow you guys uh, to your next project, whatever it may be. Good luck for the final watches. Live every moment, love every day, and whatever you do, don't get sushi on Mondays because, fun fact, all the fish markets are closed. Your bro, Kyle Smith. P.S. Thanks to Tim's bad review of Richard Linkletter's recent film, Everybody Wants Some. I checked it out. And over the past year, I have watched it multiple times of my own accord due to my absolute love for it. So thank you for the anti-recommendation. It has led me to discover my favorite-ish film of recent years, probably just behind Baby Driver and the Nice Guys. Also, thank you, Guy, for remembering my name when we met at the Wellington Live Show. Looks like you're not a real piece of shit after all. Um, Kyle, you need to adjust your film-watching habits, I humbly
0: suggest. What? No. One of them I understand. The... I don't think he should watch the movies we're watching but by the sounds of things to me uh, he's allowed to watch other movies and enjoy them even though you don't
1: yeah that's totally fine but I don't know just watching stuff multiple times what's that about
0: Uh, that is literally why we're having this conversation well you're not wrong there this wouldn't exist this conversation wouldn't exist without that habit do you know Tim, my backpack's on the bed next to me where I'm recording? Oh no, I've shattered the illusion that I'm in a high end studio. Oh shit. Guy. And it's Guy, uh, we worked really hard to build up that image
1: in people's head that you're in a, a highfalutin audio record studio. You've
0: <laughs> ruined it. And I've shattered it on this pre recorded podcast. If only there was some way we could bury this information, but alas, it is too late. So what's so happened I was with your say, backpack? A drink bottle. Nothing really. I just I haven't used it for a week. I, I got caught in a I got caught in a cloud when I was biking over Williamsburg Bridge, and I mean that quite literally. I was in the middle of a very angry cloud, Whoa. and everything I was wearing became very wet. Um, Do you and think? Not they... least the backpack. Do you? But use... the backpack got even wetter with grimy water because when you're riding a bike in the wet, it spits up, doesn't it? It's the back tire spits up all sorts of things, and that's how you get that sort of. Uh, long, flecky shit stain from the in between your shoulders all the way down to your butt. Yeah, you know only, what I'm talking about? A lovely grime that you can only achieve on a bicycle on a wet well, day. Well, anyway, my, my backpack has since dried out and the grime, I mean, while admittedly I know that the water from whence it came is dirty street water, mm. it's given it quite a nice, I don't know if film is the right word, but it's sort of got, it's nice and... Uh, it's quite thick, and it's keeping its shape quite nicely. I guess crusty is the word. Why am I telling you this? I guess because I trust you. It sounds like there's that's quite a lot
1: of water that's been put on that there backpack. Yeah, it's wild. i seen seen you a little photo of it. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds great, buddy. Is this a new backpack?
0: No, nah, you've seen it. It's old. Old green. green one. Old trusty. Old trusty. I love it. I do love it. It's got a great uh, slot at the back where I put my laptop in big uh, diary. And I, I carried them there. Uh, yeah, I'll
1: bet you slide those in. I'll bet they fit perfectly.
0: They do fit perfectly. And do not use that tone of voice with me, young man. Joel Wright This next... Oh, I was going to do one. Yeah, you go. Well, this one's... Uh, it's a link. And I've opened the link, but it's nine minutes long. It's a YouTube link. Mm-hmm the title of which is 73 Questions with Zac Efron by Vogue. And uh, the message from Matthew reads, If you've got nine minutes, pretty enlightening. The dude's obsessed with Sublime. Might have something to do with that haunting scene from We Are Your Friends. So even 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 without watching it, but in that little little message, we've got a good little uh, you know bit of intel about Zacoli. Holy so shit. I,
1: I've popped that up in a separate tab and you... Bet you a sweet Fanny, I'm gonna be watching that after this podcast record concludes.
0: Something to look forward
1: to. Yeah. It's good to have a little treat to look forward to. It is, isn't it? I guess the
0: treat is you know talking
1: what? to you guys. Sorry. I mischaracterized what this is. I apologize. No, it's
0: okay. My treat is I started watching Cheers yesterday. Have you watched Cheers
1: before? I have watched Cheers. Not sort of recently, but more when it was on a it was a television product. How good is it's it? It's really good fun. Yeah,
0: it's a lovely little show. Have you ever watched Mad About You? Uh, no, I remember it was on when I was a boy. Yeah. There would be ads. Was that with uh, Helen Hunt? Yes. Yes, it is. And Paul Reiser,
1: who's popped up on the second season of Stranger Things. And it's just like, oh, fucking check that out. Paul's here. It's amazing. Was Helen
0: Hunt a movie star then? Or was she? did she become a movie star from that? I think that might have launched her career into twister territory. I oh, man, I hope it is Helen Hunt. I'm fairly certain it is because it it's, it would be odd for a, it's not common that a, a movie star will then just uh, settle into a syndicated television show. The trajectory is usually the opposite.
1: Yeah, it is Helen Hunt, and I think I think maybe this this kicked her into some films. But you you bring up an interesting point because she, you know. She's probably in her
0: 30s when she did Mad About You. It's about like a married couple who have been together for a while. Yeah. Oh, but in saying that, that is the old model of Hollywood now. I think the newer model is because TV, uh, TV, you know, all these people with the internet, they write articles saying TV is the new movies. And I'm like, no, it's not. Movies are movies and TV is TV. What you mean to say is TVs are now better than movies. They're not the new movies.
1: Man, you're sure showing those cultural commentators, aren't you? But do you think that yeah. Helen Hunt was so ahead of the curve that she she kicked this whole phenomenon off? She was like, no, no. I wouldn't
0: you. put it past her. What a clever... Helen Hunt <coughs> clever woman. Is, a, is a weapon. Yeah, dude.
1: Twister, I think, from memory, was about 96. And Mad About You was before then. And I, I, I don't know what movies she was in apart from Twister. <laughs> that's literally the only film I can think of that's got
0: Helen Hunt in it. Was she in that movie with Mel Gibson? Which, which one buddy uh, what's on her mind oh. um, the, movie, the movie where Helen <laughs> what's hun- on her mind what woman want <laughs> yeah I think she.
1: <laughs> 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 that was like kind of the log line you've just said as the title but I love it you've cut out the middle man no confusion there what's on her mind it's like, the, it's like <laughs> what it, that's what it was called in Japan or something <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I've looked up her wiki and it, she was in what, What's On Her Mind. Uh, that it was 2000. So I mean, she did Cast Away. But no, Mad About You was the launch of her career. Right. Why'd you go Helen Hunt?
1: Hey, well, I, I just want everyone to know that Paul Rice is back and he is legitimately better than ever. It was so good to see him. God, it was good. Um,
0: Okay. Well, that's good. I ain't seen none of that shit, so don't tell me I'm
1: not him. telling you anything, but let me just say he's aged incredibly well. He looks spectacular
0: damn it that is a spoiler oh, I'm sorry. and you know it Fuck. too that's what <laughs> that shits me spoiler,
1: <laughs> is it? that is
0: a massive spoiler oh, man
1: hey joel writes to us hey there brave boys the podcast touched my life in an odd way recently a co-worker told me that my small flyover city just got a blaze pizza now guy i'm, I'm pressing pause are you familiar with the term flyover city
0: uh yeah it's like a in new zealand we call it a I don't know, a drive we call it a shitty town, yeah. Somewhere that you wouldn't usually stop.
1: I was flabbergasted. She might as well have told me that we just got a, go- a good burger. So divided was my mind on what exists in the real world and in your podcast universe. I was very excited about this new development and then realized that she thought I was excited about the pizza. I then felt I had to explain that, yes, I was excited, But no, I would not be buying their pizza. And not until they hashtag pay the boys, at least. Blaze pizza could burn down in 90 seconds for all I care. But I was very happy it existed. But also, screw them. She was very confused. And there was no way I could explain the entire backstory. So we just left it at that. Thanks for all you do. I can't wait to see what's next. Say my name, Joel Kun, And Joel has sent us. Guy, are you sitting down? Yeah, 50 American dollars.
0: Oh my gosh. That's so good. I also just realized mm-hmm. I haven't seen a single Blaze pizza since I've been in New York. And I've been cover- I've been pounding the pavement, man. Holy
1: shit. Have- I guess New York City is a place that would resist Blaze pizza cuz they've got I mean they've kind of clocked pizza there. They've got there, the right? best
0: pizza in the world, yeah. I did a I committed a war crime on uh, Saturday night. I was coming back from a Halloween party and I couldn't find anywhere to eat, so I went to a Papa John's. How' that go? And, uh Oh man, no good no good <laughs> no, <laughs> no good at all. <laughs> I had to get a whole pizza because I don't do a slice yeah and I was just not I was so tired and hungry so I hadn't really had dinner and so I ate half of this pizza on the street like a like a rat like some yeah like a rat <laughs> and then I just put it down back I <laughs> just put it down <laughs> on the ground outside of the store and left it. Oh guy
1: <laughs> Hey someone you, will have found Did it. you dress up for this party?
0: Ah uh, yeah, I dressed up as a sexy pizza delivery guy. Oh mean!
1: Well, I guess it all went full circle for you.
0: Yeah, I guess it did. <laughs> Didn't even think about that.
1: Have you got a message? Um, also, yeah, me? I do.
0: But before I read it, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to forget this. Um, do you know what? I don't know if anyone's done it before, but what I, I imagine when you're saying "say my name," uh, then as if someone did the did a. I don't know if it's a gag or a turn phrase but if someone goes uh say my name even if it isn't Do you understand what I'm saying?
1: Say it's true even if it isn't.
0: Yeah Yeah, yeah boy.
1: That's a grown ups two reference from yeah. our 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 man out in the field, uh bloody uh oh, John God. Lovitz. Yeah. Love him.
0: Uh anyhow, as well by the bye. Dearest S. Geidel and Tim Tim. Maybe a bit of a stretch on that Speed Racer reference. Dear Skidal and Tim Tim, long-time listener, first-time caller here. Been on board this pain train with you since season one, and holy fuck, you guys, or should I say, holy fuck, Timbly, for adding eight more watches of this tire fire of a movie. God, this guy's a good writer. or oh, lady. Uh... You see, my friends and I watch a different bad movie or two every week and play a drinking game of our own design, taking a sip on every mullet, moustache, explosion, boom in the shot, just to name a few rules. Thus, we often make bad decisions on bad movie night, and it's become a point of honour to say fuck it and just go with whatever, whatever stupid idea someone has on bad movie night. If movie is bad, it doesn't be a finishing. It did not finish has to be unanimous. We call ourselves the fuck it boys, Now, I made the mistake of watching We Are Your Friends, the Citizen Kane of Our Time. And let me tell you, this trashy of a movie about how four unlikable turds can demonstrate the futility of their existence would 100% be a did not finish on Bad Movie Night. And you decided not just to watch it 52 times, (laughs) but you added 80 extra watches. Follow through on that idea is insane. The ultimate bad decision. You two are far more of a couple of fuck it boys than my friends and I could ever be. You're good boys, you're brave boys, you're mad boys. Sorry about the long message. I write all this to say you're a pair of real legends. Please feel free to say my name. Brian Lounsbury. P.S. I find it mind-boggling that the words beer, the drink, and beer, the animal, are homophones in a Kiwi accent. What? what? When you were talking about bears, the animals, I kept thinking you were talking about beers, the drinks. It shattered my brain for that entire beer, animal, laid an F you put out a bit ago. Perhaps you could use the word ursid in place of "bear" for us corn-fed, yank-sensitive <laughs> ears.
1: Hold the fucking phone. Oh, sorry, you finished the message
0: first, though. And then it's a picture. It's a, a, a cute young child and a cute young chimp uh, next to each other in matching dungarees and a hat. And hats. Two hats. That's it's great. Probably a pop, it's probably a pop culture reference. But
1: Can people send know. us pictures at the end of the email if you've got the time? from here on out there's only a couple of these these here um episodes to go although i don't know what the friend zone's doing but yeah send us some pictures at the end and they don't have to be at all related to what you're saying just send us a picture you like from the internet there's lots on there there's a lot of choice you'd love
0: that wouldn't you i would tim if i'm gonna just quickly i'm gonna read you the blurb of something and you're gonna tell me what the blurb is for okay daughter of hollywood legend judy garland Liza Minnelli's childhood was the prelude to a continuing battle to escape from her mother's shadow. Only with the tragic death of Garland at 47 did she fully begin to be recognized as a legitimate talent in her own right.
1: I'm going to go out on a limb and say, what is Liza Minnelli's biography for 500?
0: Yeah, that is correct. That's Peter Carrick's best-selling, Liza Minnelli. Um, I believe that book recently. uh, Sounds like a real page-turner.
1: Do you think you're going to hoe into that?
0: Uh, Look, Tim, I think that by definition, unless you are reading a single-page book, aren't all books page-turners?
1: Hey, you know what? Congratulations, guy. You sure showed me. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You are absolutely right. Hey, can I just circle back on something, though? In other dialects, B-E-E-R and B-E-A-R
0: are different pronunciations. Uh I'll do, I'm going to try and do an American accent and then we'll see. Okay, okay. Hey, bud, just a beer. <laughs> oh my god, look at that beer.
1: Now nah, that came out the that same. Huh? subtly different. I feel, I feel like they were a little bit different.
0: Fuck, hey. That's wild. Hey. Hey. I don't, I don't, I'm always coming out like sort of Canadian, yeah. like Manitoba ish, you know? It's from the. I is, be, is that New England? Is that that kind of. I don't know. No, nah, no, nah, it's sort of It's it's more Midwest and North, I think, okay. closer to the border. Right. Closer to the border. Sort of Fargo, eh?
1: Well, uh, you did spend some time in Canada, so that's, that influence is probably bleeding through. Yeah, you, you, yeah you're probably right. Guy, if yeah, I had to yeah, guess, yeah. that was my guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. Bloody good, bloody good, bloody good, bloody
1: good. Bloody hey, good. Guy, can I read you a message from Libby? Uh, yes. Cool, 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 cool. Here it is. Hey, Guy Del Monte and Timbly Wimbley. On the Harmontown podcast, Dan recently started to say, have you heard about these two guys watching Grown Ups 2? The conversation on stage then veered into a different direction. Sounds like a good time to reach out and say hi. Hashtag Guy and Timbly, Rick and Morty.
0: My God. Wouldn't that be fun?
1: Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't it be nice if Dan Harmon knew us? Wouldn't it be cool
0: if we talked to him? Yeah, our our friend Paul Amos, who hosts a very funny show in Auckland called Talk, Show and Tell, uh, he tipped me off to that and I said, wow, that's cool. Even though he knows we exist peripherally.
1: Or even if he did for a fleeting moment. That's the thing about art, eh? It just transmits, gets out there. Do you like art, Tim? I do like art. I like art for that reason. I like art for the reason that... And this is... You know, there's a lot of... um, I don't want to take this in too complicated or or horrible a a direction, but, you know, there's a lot of uh, things coming out about bad, particularly men, very bad men. And... um, a lot of conversations happening about whether we can separate the art from the artist. And I I hope that we find a way to do that because um, there's a lot of uh, art that's been contributed to by bad artists and we should write off the artists and give them their comeuppance. But um, it would be nice if we could enjoy the art afterwards because lots of other people help make it as well. And some of it's
0: uh, quite good, you know? That is the challenge. Uh, One track human minds have trouble distinguishing between these two things, don't they? One
1: track human minds. We're getting deep. We're getting deep in there, boys.
0: Deeper than I thought we would. To be completely honest, I got. I should. Hey, can you just talk for? A little? I've really got to take off the sweater, man. It's it's cold outside, but I'm sitting. Absolutely. You know, let me a read a little. Glass. Let me read a message from Dan, who writes, "Dear Tim, quotes Guy
1: Montgomery, bat, excellent." In episode fifty-seven, you were discussing how you couldn't remember any sneezes in cinema. And for me, only one example came to mind in the Woody Allen film. Oh, speak of you know one of those men, Woody Allen film. Annie Hall. Woody plays, if you can believe it, a neurotic Jewish comedian. Dan, I can't believe that. At one point, he's invited yeah, that's
0: to. Actually really, that's actually a really common role that he plays. At one point, he's so of f- course we can believe it. He's invited. That's crazy. To, are you done? Yeah, and
1: I'm not wearing a sweater anymore either. Great. Continue. Good news all round. He's invited to a swanky Hollywood party at which he is clearly out of his element. He's offered some cocaine, which he nervously leans in to try, only to sneeze and blow all the cocaine off the f- off the plate. Hollywood law goes. Uh Hollywood lore goes that The Sneeze was not in the script and was actually genuine but it got such a laugh on set and in test screenings that they left it in. Hopefully my description of it is adequate because Woody Allen is an abusive piece of shit. And my advice for any of his films at this point is, to quote from my favourite boys, don't watch the movie. Hope that helps and good luck on your remaining watches of We Are Your
0: Friends. Say my name, Dan Woods. Wow, damn, what a timely email. Indeed. God almighty. Yeah, that's crazy, that's crazy. Eh? Did you did you uh did you see that Dude, and sort of not tease it all. out like a professional?
1: Not at all. It uh, wasn't no. even in my subconscious because I haven't opened this email before up until right now. And can I say, guy, that he opened this hilariously? You would have missed this being involved in your sweater, but he his address to the letter, dear Tim Quote Marks, Guy Montgomery, bat.
0: Yeah. Gag of the gag of the season, if you ask me. That's
1: pretty good.
0: Pretty uh, good. Pretty good. I'm going to read something to you. You're going to listen to it. You're going to enjoy it. I would love that. Hello, Guywood and Timberley, you absolute savages. Dropping a line from NYC. All hail Brady. When I'm on the subway platform headed to work and I see a rat scuttle on by, it takes all of me not to yell, take me to your leader. Then if I, then if they did, I can ask Brady himself how he feels about his dad being mayor of the city. He's trying to take over by the power of millions of rats. But if I did yell that at every rat I saw on the subway, people would wonder some things, I'm sure. Keep on keeping on with what you're doing. P.S. I'd like to believe Brady would beat Dickbot only because he has a better knowledge of human emotion than Dickbot's basic book on human intelligence covers, which I think gives Brady a leg up should they ever find themselves in a duel. But I guess that depends on Dickbot's combative skills versus the rats Brady is diligently trained to conquer New York City and then the world. Yeah. Either way, all hail Brady and a second place science fair prize. Wow, Abby Jean. Deep in the bowels of season two there.
1: Fuck, um, I love you, Abby. I, I, I have missed the, the conversation and the pouring over who would win between Brady and Dickbot. I could do a uh, whole podcast series on that,
0: I reckon. Maybe when I'm recording my little sort of mind of the things that I just put into the feed, that's what you could talk about in your ones sometimes. Why,
1: <laughs> why do you insist on this happening separately and us not communicating anymore? I think people like the back and forward
0: that we have. What are you talking about? My great podcast idea? Yeah,
1: we'll go with that. We'll describe it as that for right now.
0: Why do I want to do it?
1: In that particular fashion where we don't talk uh, to each other.
0: Because, because, and I quote, uh, it's a great podcast idea. <laughs> That's a quote from you, Tim Bat.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, can I read you a message, Guy? Uh... No, hold on. Before you answer, it's from Chris. Yes. Okay. Dearest New York and Tim and Little Tim, Timpire. I fucked that up. That was so clever. It was so yeah, good was and good. so personalised. I feel like people only ever sneeze in television or film when they're hiding from someone in a closet or under a bed or something and their sneeze gives them away. Like in The Matrix, when they're hiding in the wall. Fuck, I can't believe I, I missed a sneeze in The Matrix. That's dead right. Um... Is it science? Yeah, and you love The Matrix. I think it's... uh, I'm trying to remember who sneezes. Hey, Tim, are you going to marry The Matrix? Uh, When I'm older.
0: Oh my God, he admitted it. He's going to marry The Matrix.
1: And these situations are always so tense that no one ever says bless you, which leads me to wonder, has anyone ever said bless you in a film? Questions abound. Kisses and wishes from Chris. Now, I can't name for you what movie this is in, but I'm sure it's happened, where bless you has been like a romantic trigger so th- th- there'll be like a crowded space or something lots of people someone will sneeze someone else will say bless you and then those two people end up getting together and that was the thing that introduced them
0: to each other yeah yeah i feel like that's a thing uh absolutely that sounds like a fantastic uh fantastically you know not i don't know if common is the right word but uh it's a try efficient effective and easy yeah easy vehicle to bring two people together Or another classic one is someone carrying uh, drinks, maybe hot drinks or, you know, smoothies, colourful smoothies on the sidewalk, and someone bangs into them. Oh, that's "That's classic fear, isn't it? That's good fodder. Hey, Tim, I I came up with a joke recently. Do you want me to do it to you? Absolutely. To us, You can help Tommy. It's more than just me and the
1: treehouse. It's all of us.
0: Uh, uh, So the joke is, uh, I say... Um, Anyway, I'll I'll be there in a New York minute. Oh, no, sorry, I forgot. Here, of course, you just call it a New York minute. (laughs)
1: Fantastically silly.
0: Yeah. It's good, isn't it? That is good. I love to laugh. Who doesn't? Uh, Oh, God. I know that there are people who don't like to laugh because I've met them. <laughs> or maybe they just don't <laughs> like to <laughs> like to laugh at the same time I like to laugh. I bet these are or, people like, who have wronged
1: I, you in the past, and now you're you're writing them off into the annals of history laugh. as people who don't like to laugh.
0: Um, That's funny. Annals of history is good, Tim. It is, isn't it?
1: Yeah, man. I'm legitimately out of emails. I think. Well, I'm out of ones that I've logged. That, that took us to uh, about a few days ago, so we're pretty up to date on the old.
0: We've also been talking for quite a while. I've got I've got uh, one more, and then should we should we get out of it? Sounds great. Okay. Ahoy, hoy! Gynecology thermometer. Given the success, story-wise, not financial, of Blade Runner twenty forty nine, I'm interested in hearing where you blokes think of each of the fuck boys will be thirty years from now, and where are your friends twenty forty nine? I mean, squirrel will probably be incredibly decomposed by then, but the rest of them could go anywhere. More likely, they'll all go nowhere, but you know them much better than me. And depending how much time you have to kill, pitch sex in the city 2049 and grown-ups 2049 while you're at it. May the forceps be with you, guy incognito. Well, do I regret reading that as the closing message? (laughs) You betcha. (laughs) That is not sort of the peaceful and easy jaunt down friendship lane I was imagining. This is a creative challenge that has been thrust upon us. Well, should we go? We'll just do. We'll go. Uh, we'll go. Fuck boy for fuck boy, and then we'll put a pin in it, eh?
1: Are we not going to even approach Six in the City?
0: Nah, look, we'll. we'll I hate to be to morbid, to...
1: but at least a couple of them will be dead by twenty forty nine. Surely.
0: What's the year? Twenty seventeen. Yeah.
1: What is that? Twenty. How many years it's is like that? Thirty from years our? from now. Twenty. Two years from now.
0: 32. 32, is it?
1: 32. Yeah. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, yeah.
0: I can't believe when I asked everyone in Sydney who thinks I'm smarter than you, I got nothing. I just did that maths in my head. Boom, boom. I can't believe that stayed with you, man. Uh, Dude, it didn't stay with me. You're the one who keeps bringing it up. And another thing, fuck you.
1: To (laughs) quote a modern-day philosopher, my dude, shake it off.
0: Uh, That's a Tata Swift quote, idiot. Oh, my God. I'm so... I'm on fire.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're very sassy and you're very quick and you're very funny and clever. That's my guy. So, here's what's happening. Squirrel is... uh, Yeah, he's, he's, he's worm food at this point and he's not coming back, unfortunately. But his ghost is... That's right everybody, stuck between this physical realm and the ethereal, our favourite fuckboy Squirrel is constantly trying out new fun t-shirts and spooking people because he doesn't have any legs and he just bursts out of your closet wearing your uh, funnest print. Um, But the thing is you can't see the rest of him because he's in ghost form and he doesn't know how to project a uh, visual element of himself but he can manipulate objects.
0: Is essentially a series of floating t-shirts.
1: Yeah, that's right. You got it. Like a poltergeist, but more fun.
0: That's great. Do you want to know what happened to Johnny Depp? Uh, I would love to. Johnny Depp did not succeed in his audition to continue playing the role of himself. Shit. And so, yeah. So there's someone else who's taken over his life now. And he actually wound up working on a small wheat commune. Uh sort of you know about five hours drive uh, inland from the the northern easternmost point of Australia and he's uh, he hasn't spoken for 15 years and that man's name Quince
1: Quince John Quince Cena Quince John Cena (laughs) (laughs) one more which takes us to Jarhead of course who has formed his own underground fight club scenario um, and has actually made him an exceptionally wealthy man but with a ton of blood on his hands so it's sort of one of those things where he's made a deal with the devil and in this Faustian bargain has found himself rich beyond his wildest dreams but also constantly battling the demons at night uh, which has made him addicted to sleeping pills because he can't drift off to the land of Nod on his own accord so riddled with guilt as he Jesus, thoughts.
0: Yeah, gutted for him.
1: That feels like we're we're that that feels like he'd be um, living his best
0: self, though, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, he's happy, and as long as he's not hurting anyone, which he definitely is, you know, shouldn't we be happy for him? (laughs) I guess you're Uh, right. Hey,
1: so, but look, we've been talking for about forty minutes. The big the big thing to put a line under, folks. Is that there's going to be two live shows, east and west coast of the United States of America, the big cities, Los Angeles. But first, New York City. And what's that date again for New York, guy?
0: Wednesday, November twenty-nine. Write it down, circle it. Uh, within two days, or even I'd say twenty-four hours, whenever this goes live, we will have the ticketing information live at our Facebook page, Worst City of All Time, and on both of our Twitters at guy underscore
1: and and can we just say this uh because i don't have a lot of chances to sound desperate on the podcast anymore please, please 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 come and bring some people if you would because there's nothing more savage than me coming to america uh to perform to an empty room it just i won't be would the love same. that oh, oh don't put, don't put that out there guy because now people are
0: going to be Do you know I know it sucks for me because I want the show to be good, but I also want to sort of suck the wind out. Why am I doing this to you? I, I feel hey. I
1: feel like I feel like something's not quite going right in Guyland at the moment, and I'm happy as your friend to be your punching bag on this friend zone. But I tell you what, Mister, by the time I get touched down on on American soil, you better turn that frown upside down.
0: It's well, I've been smiling while I say most of the stuff. It's just mean stuff. Uh, I'll do my best, my bro. Uh, In the interim, I'll say this. Zay Sfron, Cole Carter, DJ Cole Carter. Yeah. He got slated in the reviews after Summerfest. Mm -hmm. And he went back to working on the pool at Jarhead's dad's house, his mum and dad's house, a pool in which he still works to this day. He became obsessed with uh, creating a perfect-looking pool. Uh. A spirit quest that has occupied his tiny mind, you know, from what, 2016 to 2049? None of them are in touch with each other anymore. It's pretty sad.
1: I was what desperately trying to Google while you talked and I couldn't remember it. Uh, n- Narcissus. Uh, f- from, from where the disorder gets its name, the Greek... God, who looked at himself in a pool of water and fell in love with himself and then I think drowned because he fell in.
0: Ah, I know that story, but I know it as the dog and the bone. What? The dog has a big bone and it's running around and it loves its bone and uh, and then it sees itself in the water and it goes, oh, in its head it goes, God, that dog's got an even bigger and better bone than my bone. I'm going to get me some of that. And it opens its mouth to steal the other dog's bone. And what do you think happens? Drops the bone. Yeah. And it gets the other dog's bone, the bigger bone. And it lives happily ever after.
1: <laughs> what a great moral. Uh, yeah. see you in New York City, everyone. And then do later in you know Los I, Angeles. Because I know where Everyone's I,
0: flying over to both. Yes, guy? Where I heard that parable. Where? The Bible? Uh... No, of course not. It was this, it's a story that Liza Minnelli tells in Peter Carrick's uh, fantastic biography of her. Liza Minnelli by Peter Carrick.
1: Do you think we could get Liza to come to the show in New York?
0: Dude, it seems so unlikely.
1: <laughs> You're not wrong, but I was hoping you'll indulge me for a, a couple we of could, half
0: seconds longer than you did. We could try and get Peter Carrick, the author of over 32 books. He's uh, uh, 93 years he old. Dust, and he lives dust in Eng- off your Twitter lives- accounts, ladies and gents. <laughs> and he lives in Hertfordshire, England with his wife.
1: <laughs> it's time for a good old fashioned hashtag. Okay, well <laughs> that seems like as good a place as any to leave it for this friend zone number sixty, right? What an auspicious number of friend zones. A cheeky yeah, ten half dozens, stuff. As we say in Zealand. See Zon. you
0: on see you on the internet. Bye everybody. Well it's the friend zone. Come to the friend zone And have a good time Yes, it's the friend zone With Tim and Guy Cause making friends Is the best idea of all time